Are you a mom launching kids into adulthood? If so, you need to know about my Empty Nest Mom Retreat. It is the gathering for moms who have at least one child over the age of 18 or who have launched them all and have a full empty nest. September 27th through the 29th are the dates, and Cedar Lake Retreat Center in Cedar Lake, Indiana is the place. You can fly into Chicago airports and drive to Cedar Lake in a little over an hour. Come join me. Best Value Registration is available through May 27th, and space is limited to just 100 moms, so don't delay. Check out jillsavage.org slash retreat to register today. But conviction is a good thing because conviction is the heart of repentance, and repentance is a U-turn. Yeah. Right? So I have to feel the guilt to make a U-turn to say, hey, I'm headed in the wrong direction. I need to change direction. You're listening to the No More Perfect Podcast, where we talk about strengthening the relationships that mean the most to you. I'm Jill Savage, and I live in normal Illinois. I'm committed to talking honestly about the messy, less than perfect, but normal stuff of life. I'm so glad you've joined me. Well, hello, friends, and welcome back to the No More Perfect Podcast. Hey, friends. I got my hubby with me. Yep. (laughs) And uh, today, we want to talk with you about a question that we get asked a lot. We do. People really struggle with finding an answer or finding resolve to this question. Yeah. How do I forgive myself? Yes. And most often they would say, I can't, or I don't even understand what to do with that. Mm -hmm. And they choose to not. Yeah. And then they continue to live in bitterness. They uh, self-loathing. Right. Self-hatred. Yeah. Uh, They lock, they really lock themselves away from relationships. And not only that, but what they also do is... Um, they don't realize, they feel like it's almost like um, a self-punishment. Like, I can't right. enjoy life because of what I did, um, because what I did is unforgivable. Right. Right? Or, you know, that's what they're telling themselves. Mm-hmm. There is nothing that is unforgivable like that, but uh, they're telling themselves that. And so then what happens is um, they'll think that this is the right thing to do to like bring healing to others. Mm-hmm. But what they don't realize is they are bottling up their own self-loathing. Mm-hmm. They're bottling up their own unforgiveness and it's leaking out all over the relationships that mean the most to them. It's And it's like that uh, bottled up toxin is a uh, poison that is just eating away uh, at their own soul. And then, like you said, leaking out to others, it's just, it eats up everybody around them. Right. And so it's really important that when we have maybe made a big um, mistake, maybe we have really messed up, 
mm-hmm. like the title of your book um, that you wrote after the uh, U-turn that you made right. coming home after the affair. Yeah. When we have experienced that, male or female, um, we do have to walk through the steps of self-forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And... So we want to give you some clear steps because so many people are like, I don't know how to do that. Right. And I don't even understand, you know, sometimes people are like, well, I think I know how to do it. I don't understand why I can't do it. So I think as we talk through this, that will be helpful as well for people to understand this. Right. Uh, and it is interesting uh, We th- when we hear, I think I can do it. I just don't know what to do. Many times it's just the answer, just do it. And, mm-hmm. uh, and, but the battle in your mind is so strong that you're almost confused as to who should I listen to. And so I think these steps are really going to be helpful at guiding others. Uh, most certainly I understand these steps because I, I walk through them. Yeah. You sure did. All right. So um, the first step is responsibility. So, so accept what has happened without blaming others. Mm-hmm. And uh, this was key uh, because when I uh, accepted the responsibility I of, uh, of the affair, of moving out of the house, of blowing up my family, hurting so many people, the mess was great. And mm-hmm. uh, I could have very easily have said, yes, I did this, but this is how you acted. This is what you did. In essence, I would end up blaming you for my actions. Uh, you And you did early on. Yes. Like that was going on. Early on. Before you made your U-turn. That's true. Yeah. There was a lot of blame there. Mm-hmm. But when you actually then... Um, we're trying to do the right thing. Yeah. It was like you had to accept what happened and what you did with no buts. Right. No buts, no blame. This is what I did. This is the actions I took, the decisions I made. This is a hurt I caused. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that part, that last one is really important. This is the hurt I caused. Mm-hmm. That's really important. That is also where, though, you know, if we aren't aware of shame being a part of our life, that's where shame can come in. Um, and shame says, I didn't just do a bad thing. I'm a bad person. Oh, totally. Yeah. So the first step of forgiving yourself is, responsibility the second step is remorse Mm -hmm. but what that is is owning what you did with appropriate guilt Mm -hmm. because there's guilt there but not shame right and really uh the that line can be so close but man the impact is so far away shame buries us under the the weight of dysfunction it buries us under the weight of of our own unrepairable brokenness it buries us under the weight of defect that i'm not good enough i'm a bad person i'm defective i'm defective Mm -hmm. yep Mm -hmm. and 
Uh, and honestly, that shame is uh, is most often passed along in childhood. Right. It probably existed in your life mm-hmm. before you made this mistake, oh, before tough. you uh, did what you did. Mm-hmm. Shame has probably been there. In fact, it may even have been a fuel, an mm-hmm. unknown fuel for why you did, because yeah. you feel... You feel so bad about yourself with shame that you're looking for things to make you feel good about yourself. Right. Which can fuel infidelity. It can fuel um, looking for love in all the wrong places. Right. It can fuel so many ways in which a person can act out or choose unwisely and mm-hmm. and cause just a huge mess. and. Uh, you know, shame produces low self-esteem. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we're shaming ourselves, we're going to be uh, intentionally uh, self-critical, almost toxic to ourselves and our own thinking about ourselves. Uh, it could come from a home uh, that we grew up in where it was uh, overly critical or abusive. Uh, these well, are all... Or even... Or even just neglectful. Like yeah. you're, if you felt like your parents didn't have time for you, then you'll tell yourself, I'm not worth people's time. Right. Well, then that, that kind of a message is like at the heart of shame. Right. And, and even uh, just a home that's overly chaotic, mm-hmm. like it, the, the homes are so chaotic that uh, kids end up thinking that they don't have value because we're always, Everybody's chasing after the mess instead of the individual. Mm-hmm. And, and so very um, true. Uh, and what's important is guilt guilt is imp- is a important reaction to or response to the mess that we make. Well, because guilt comes from something that God calls conviction, right? Like conviction is a good thing because conviction is the heart of repentance and repentance is a U-turn. Yeah. Right. So I have to feel the guilt to make a U-turn to say, Hey, I'm headed in the wrong direction. I need to change direction. Yeah. Right. So we want to experience conviction or Mm -hmm. healthy guilt. Right. We just don't want the enemy. Uh, Satan wants nothing more than to kill, steal, and destroy. Yeah. And he tries to push us from conviction into condemnation. Totally. And we don't want that because that's when it that's when we become steeped in shame. Right. 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 And so that is, I think, such a huge part of mm-hmm. this. You even tell me that there are still days that you feel guilt over what you did 12 years ago. Yeah. Not shame. No. Just uh, sadness or uh, disappointment in a way, but it's not shame. Because uh, shame would say, I... Mark, you remember what you did. You are so defective. You are such a bad person. You know, that right. kind of thing. That's what shame would say. But instead, you're like, I mean, there are moments you're like, Man, what was I thinking? Right. And right. yet I know what I was thinking. I mean, I wrote a book about it. And usually that comes when sometimes when we're sharing our story and I think about it and or if I'm talking to our kids 
and they're having to share a story or a struggle they have, then I can feel sorrow or sadness over over what I did. Mm-hmm. But it's critical. It's key for me to not give in to shame because Satan is the author of shame. He's a liar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a bad person. I'm not a defective person. Mm-hmm. I didn't do a right thing, but I have been redeemed from that. And, yeah. Uh, and I think that leads into the next phase of forgiving yourself and that's restoration restoration so we've got responsibility remorse and restoration yep Yep. Mm -hmm. and uh you know uh something that we often say or that i've shared is that so on easter sunday 2012 i told you that i was going to pursue divorce And the reason that I was pursuing divorce was at that point, at that point was I had made such a mess. I really felt like I should just live in ruin, divorce, live in ruin. Uh, The other relationship wasn't working out. I'm going to end up with nothing. I might as well wallow in it and divorce and set you free. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's pitiful. Mm-hmm. But that's totally where I was, mm-hmm. and I am so thankful that the Lord reached into my mess, and he said, I can restore you. Mm-hmm. And so... Uh, so rest- that's what this restoration is about, is really about you recognizing that you're not too far gone for God. Right. Well, he tells us we're never too far gone. Right. And that uh, no one is ever too far gone. It doesn't matter what they've done and there's no mess that's too big right for god right he is way bigger than the mess yeah and has the ability so what we want to do with this restoration step is we want to recognize our restoration to god mm-hmm. okay so right. we want to recognize our restoration and accept what christ did for us yep. and that and what he offers us in forgiveness yeah so this is this is big and it's kind of comes down to you know trusting God's word mm-hmm. and that God's word tells us in fact in 1 John 1 9 it tells us that God will forgive us and that he will make us clean again mm-hmm. no matter what it is that we've done. Yep. That's what it tells us. No mess is too big. You know, I saw myself as uh, a guy who walked around with a big A on my chest for adultery. Mm-hmm. And I kept begging for forgiveness. And finally, one day, the Lord really spoke to me and said, Mark, I forgave you at your first request. And I have not held this against you ever since. It's time that you forgive yourself and you take off the A. And that blew me away, and I was like, oh, my gosh, you are so right, and I've been so wrong. And it was on that day that I said, I am going to forgive myself because Mm -hmm. I've been forgiven. And uh, that forgiveness was me trusting that God says he'll forgive me. He did. Mm Mm-hmm. He's going to make me clean. Mm-hmm. He did. And I saw that in the people's response. I saw that in you and I 
able to restore. I saw that in my kids' response. Now, not all of that was immediate and overnight, Mm -hmm. but I saw it. I saw it happening and emerging, and that uh, when those bad thoughts come, that's when I have to go back to praise. Thank you, God, because you did forgive me. I praise you for your forgiveness. And I tell you what, it was beautiful the day that I tore that A off my chest. It took any hairs that were left. (laughs) You know what I'm imagining, though? And you and I have never talked about this, but just as you just described it, I kind of was like, wow. It was almost like you took the A off and you put an R on for for redeemed. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Like you proudly... Yeah, where that are now mm-hmm. of redeemed and yeah. that and it's not lost on you what you did and you don't you know you don't take that lightly you right. like you said you still have sadness over that at times and so therefore you still have you still feel that first step of responsibility right right yeah so i have sadness but then i have gladness and gratefulness because of the r yes yeah. So you're changing how you're seeing yourself. Yeah. Because when you wear the A, and that's when I can't forgive myself, right? Mm-hmm. And when you wear that A, you are then seeing yourself through the lens of what you did. Right. When we wear the R, we're seeing ourselves through the lens of what Christ did. Yeah. Which is why we can be forgiven. Yeah. Because this was covered, your sin, your poor choices, my sin, my poor choices, Mm -hmm. were, that's what Christ died for on the cross. Exactly. And so, that's why we get to wear the R and not the A. And I think of the times that I felt like I couldn't have been forgiven, who was I? to really say that when God, who's greater, says, I forgave you. Mm -hmm. And when God forgives us, here's what I love about it, Mm -hmm. is that when he forgives us, it's like when when we say, Lord, I am so sorry for what I did. I am grieved Mm -hmm. by what I did. Will you please forgive me? Mm Mm-hmm. And God forgives. Yeah. And then we go back to him the next day or two weeks later or whatever. And we go, hey, you know, and I we start talking to God about it. And really the way he operates is like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. I yeah. don't I don't understand. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. Because he was done with it back then. Yep. And he cast it off. And it says that we are white as snow. Yep. That when we are forgiven, we become white as snow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so that's the beauty of really the restoration is recognizing your restoration to God, that you actually have, because of what Jesus did on the cross, we can be restored. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful, beautiful yep. gift. And this really uh, just pivots nicely into the fourth phase, and mm-hmm. that's renewal. Mm-hmm. That we want to learn from the experience and grow as a person. And so, what's keeping me from accepting God's grace, God's mercy, God's forgiveness, God's redemption? It's the lies that we've been listening to our whole life. 
the lies that uh, are driven by shame, mm-hmm. that I'm not enough, that I'm defective, that I'm broken, that uh, no one would ever love me. And man, all of those are from the the enemy. They're mm-hmm. from the pit of hell. Yeah. That And so growing in a genuine understanding of who I am in Christ and that I walk as a redeemed man or a redeemed woman, mm-hmm. For I'm no longer yep. held in bondage to what it was that I did. And that I want to keep distancing myself from that. Yes. And I don't want to ever go back to that. So I want to grow in maturity. Mm-hmm. I want to grow as um, as a man of God or uh, for women who are listening as a woman of God. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And that's because when we realize, when we recognize our restoration to God, Mm -hmm. then that is when that renewal can start to take place. And then we start to really work on our identity in Christ. Uh, We work on uh, digging into our self-worth, becoming strong identity strong from the inside out yep and if you're still struggling with self-worth or an identity uh if you're seeing your identity in your sin you're seeing your identity in your past then that's a great question to ask the lord and say uh obviously i'm stuck here how do i grow Mm -hmm. and he will show you how he Uh, he will how to start reading books start listening to more podcasts, attending conferences, digging into God's Word, listening to the Holy Spirit, His leading us to a realization of why I'm clinging to things that aren't true. Mm -hmm. In fact, you know what I'm thinking is, um, so I uh, recently did a podcast episode with Sharon Janes on her book, Enough. So and we'll, we'll put a link to yeah. that in uh, the show notes. But the reason I say that is, so after you went through these steps, responsibility, you took responsibility and ownership, um, you experienced remorse, which was the guilt without the shame, you um, experienced restoration to God, you took off the A, you put on the R, <laughs> and then um, we're in this renewal phase you knew that you had work to do on self-identity. I did. And to stay out of shame, Mm -hmm. right? And one of the first books you read in that journey was Sharon Jane's book, Enough. Yes. That was huge for you. It was huge. It's written for women, but uh, she has done a masterful job at really saying, uh, I mean, I think it's a, it's, Uh, kind of a play on the word enough. This is enough, Satan. I'm not listening to you anymore. And now I need to know that I am enough. Yep. And she just digs into the lies and the beliefs that we have that keep us bound. Mm -hmm. And she, uh, it was just, it was an excellent, excellent resource. Yeah. And it really was a part of your renewal. Yep that journey of renewal and being able to truly forgive yourself and move forward yep. 
in that. So I would say if that is a place that you know that you struggle with identity and self-worth, definitely listen to that episode with Sharon. You did an episode on um, shame as well. We call it released from shame. We will put uh, a link to that in the show notes because I would say those two episodes would partner really well mm-hmm. with this episode as well. Yeah. So how do you forgive yourself? You take responsibility, accepting what you contributed to what happened without blaming others. Uh, You experience remorse, owning what you did with guilt, Mm -hmm. but not shame. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, You uh, experience restoration, and that is recognizing your restoration to God and accepting what Christ did for you and then what he offers you in forgiveness. Mm -hmm. And then uh, renewal. You learn from the experience. You grow as a person, and you work. You continue to work on your identity in Christ. Yeah. You know, and I think as uh, we bring this to a close, Mm -hmm. that— or people who are wrestling with it and still saying, how do I do this? Just do it. Mm-hmm. And maybe you don't know what to say. So let me pray this prayer. And you just pray it along. We'll kind of yeah. pray it slow yeah. so that you can pray it right along um, with us so that yeah. it kind of it gets you started in the right direction. Yeah. Okay. All right. Father... I choose to forgive myself. Mm -hmm. I trust that you are creating a new heart in me. Yeah. I trust that you are the redeemer and you can redeem what I did for good in some way. Yep. Help me see myself through your eyes to experience guilt without shame and to clean up the mess I made with your help. Thank you that you are the God of second chances. Mm-hmm. Yes, thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Thanks for joining me today on the No More Perfect Podcast. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe and follow so you don't miss any future conversations. You can find the show notes and links to anything we talked about over on jillsavage.org slash podcast. I hang out on Facebook and Instagram and would love to connect with you there. You can find me under the name jillsavage.author. One more thing, we have three free ebooks that we'd love to give you. You can find them at jillsavage.org slash free. See you next week where we'll have another conversation about the real stuff of life and relationships.